Today on the podcast, we're talking about why goals suck and how to make them not suck. But let me start off by saying that I don't actually think that goals suck, goals in themselves. It's that the way that most people approach them makes them suck. It makes them difficult to reach, easy to fail, to become very constrictive, and they're set up to not work. Right now, as I'm recording this, we are almost two weeks into the new year. This will be released two weeks into the new year. And this is a time when people are making New Year's resolutions and they're deciding and setting goals on how they want this year to be. And regardless of when you're listening to this, I do believe that goal setting is very, very important, but most people fail with their goals for very specific reasons which I'm going to go over today, about how the brain works, about the processes for actually achieving those goals, all really important things. And so the stats on New Year's resolutions are not surprisingly just not great. I'll share some of those stats today, but what I will be sharing with you today is a process for getting more done this year than you've ever done before. I know that's a big promise, but I've been going deep on this process this month in our Tapping Insiders Club. That's our membership area where we take people through different journeys there. And this month, we're talking all about focus and motivation and all about setting those goals and achieving those goals in this year. So really excited about that. I'm gonna try and condense some of what I'm teaching in there. I think I've done four hours of lives in there already this month. And we've got more to go this month. So going really, really deep on this process. And I got to tell you, people have been loving it so far. So I'm going to share this six-step process in the best way that I can during this podcast. Welcome to the Tapping Solution Podcast. I'm Alex Ortner, And along with my brother, Nick, and my sister, Jessica, we've helped millions of people around the world for over 10 years to transform their lives. And all using the brain rewiring, energy shifting, out of this world, amazing technique known as tapping. On this podcast, we'll share information, strategies, tapping, and at times, inspiring interviews, all to help you live your best life. So one of the things I want to share with you is if you want to know my goal setting process, I actually want to give you a free four-page PDF. You can go to thetappingsolution.com slash goals to download that. That's my gift to you. Again, that's thetappingsolution.com slash goals to download my four-step process for goal setting. I promise you it's different than what you've seen out there. And there's a reason why this works and why it is so effective. Today, we are, of course, going to do some tapping on this to be able to create the shifts that are needed to actually reach our goals in this new year. And we're also, I'm also, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to share three critical mindset shifts that you have to make around goals. You need to change the way you're thinking about these things and what you're doing to actually achieve these things. So, all right, let's jump into the New Year's resolution stats. The stats say that 38% of people, only 38% of people actually make New Year's resolutions, right? So out of 100 people, 38 people actually make New Year's resolutions. Out of those 38 people, 23% quit by the end of the first week, 43% quit by the end of January. That means that if we started with 100 people, 38 make resolutions, nine quit in week one, seven more quit by the end of the month, that means 22 are left. At the end of six months, there is only 46% of people that have stuck with a resolution. And at the end of the year, only 8%. That means out of the 38 that start, six more quit after six months. At the end of the year, only three people are left. So out of 100 people, three people actually stick to their New Year's resolutions and reach those goals they want to achieve. So let's talk about why this is. And I want to start off with the brain. You know that we are big about talking about the brain here at The Tapping Solution and the way that we are wired. Because the reality is, is that our brain is wired for safety, not success. This is one of the biggest obstacles you have to overcome when you are goal setting and going after your dreams is you have to understand that you are fighting some of the very normal ways that our brains are wired. I'm going to share a few of those here. Number one is that it's not wired for success. It's wired for safety. 
Most of the things you have to do to achieve go against the way our brains are wired. Okay. Most of the things you have to do are go against the way our brains are wired. I'll share some of those here. Our brains are wired for the path of least resistance. Starters, right? There's a reason. I know a lot of people think, oh, I'm lazy or I procrastinate, but the reality is that those things are easy. They're the path of least resistance. So not exercising is easy. Not sitting down to write is easy. Getting on your cell phone and going on social media and having all those dopamine hits from all those things that you get instant gratification from or going and looking at the news or TV. Those are all easy things. Procrastinating is easy. And the brain is wired for the path of least resistance. Also, and this is a really big thing, our brains are wired to not stand out from the crowd. I talked about this a little bit last week on the podcast about how there are parts of our brains that when we are rejected or we are we are made to feel left out, that it literally lights up the same part of the brain that actually lights up with physical pain. So rejection literally hurts. It lights up that part of the brain. So we want to do everything we can to avoid standing out from the crowd. There's all the things I talked about last week about the tribe, that when we you know, our brains were wired thousands of years ago that if we were rejected from the tribe, we were much less likely to survive. So the people who stayed together, who stayed in, in the tribe were a lot more likely to survive. And so of course their genes were passed on. We are wired to not stand out from the crowd. You want to achieve, you got to stand out. Other things that make it difficult. Our brains are wired to want salty foods and fatty foods and things that were hard to come by centuries ago. So if getting in shape and not eating junk food and all that stuff is difficult for you, understand that your brain is wired to get those things because they were very hard to come by a long time ago. Another thing with the brain is a negativity bias. Your brain finds what's wrong more than what it finds right, again, for safety. So when you are trying to make improvements, when you're trying to reach your goals, you're gonna find all the reasons for why you're failing and why it's not gonna happen and all those things because of the negativity bias, because we have that part of the amygdala that triggers at the perception of danger. It takes away resources from our prefrontal cortex. So that, for example, if you prep for a speech and then all of a sudden you go to do it and you get really nervous and anxious and you can't remember things and you're going, ah, what's wrong with me? It's just that your brain perceived that that was a danger, that amygdala triggered, and it cared more about safety than about you doing a great job with your speech. So these are some of the things, just a few of the mechanisms that we have to fight in our process to actually achieve. As I said, I actually love goals. Goals should be set all the time but they should not be the focus. This is the key that we need to work on here. They should not be the focus. Here's something we can think about. When you get in the car, you always set the destination and then you focus on what? You focus on one step at a time. You don't sit there thinking about, I'm going to the grocery store, I'm going to the grocery store, I'm going to the grocery store, I gotta get to the grocery store, right? You set the destination and then you focus on one step at a time. You, of course, think about what does the car need? Does it have gas? Is there traffic? You think about things along the journey to get there. And as you're driving, you focus on the lines, you focus on oncoming traffic, you focus on pedestrians, you focus on the things in the car, you make sure your hands are on the wheel, that you're, you know, if you're on a tight turn, that you're holding on tight. You focus on all the things on the journey, not necessarily on that destination. You, you don't sit there going, you know, when you get to the grocery store, you don't celebrate, I made it to the grocery store. You're probably more likely to see interesting, fun things along that drive than you are when you actually get to that destination. Now, of course, we are humans, we are not cars, so there are some differences that matter. The type of human matters. You can get to the grocery store in a high-end car or a beat-up car that barely runs. Either way, they're gonna get you to the destination. When it comes to us, the qualities and the actions of us as people matter as to whether or not we're going to get to that destination. It's our habits and some of the other things we'll talk about today that make all the difference in whether or not we actually get to our destination. And the fun part is that for us, humans are actually transformed in the journey. Cars, they just devalue in that journey. They're more likely to break down. Humans are transformed in that journey. So 
Let's jump into the six step process for making goals not suck. That's what we want, right? We want to be able to set goals and actually feel like we can achieve them. And I can tell you from the live I actually did earlier today, I did about two hours of a live on this topic in our Tapping Insiders Club. We went deep on this and we went deep on a lot of the unconscious of things that hold us back, the beliefs that we have about ourselves that we're not going to achieve the goal, that it's not going to be any different. Why bother? I always fail. If you're like most people, and if you've ever set a New Year's resolution, which people tend to do year after year, if, if you like to set goals, it's not surprising that very often we fail at these goals and we feel down about ourselves. And so we think, what's the point? Why should I set goals again? But the process I'm going to share with you today can make all of that different and you'll see exactly why it is different. We're going to make goals not suck so you're actually excited to do them. All right, so step number one is you need to get clear on what those goals are. You don't get in the car without knowing where you're going to go. So, so important to actually get clarity on what you actually want in your life. The reason why most people don't have the things they want in their life is because they're not taking the time to actually decide and figure out what it is that they want for their life. This is the easy part. What most people do is they set these goals and for starters, they maybe just say them in their head. They don't actually write them down. And then they go out of sight, right? And that's not how you actually get to achieving your goals. So what we want to do, number one, is we want to get clear. We want to build your 10X vision. I'm not going to say to, to shoot a little bit higher. I'm going to actually tell you that one of the most important things you need to do to actually achieve goals is you need to build a really big vision of the goals you want to achieve. And there's a specific reason for this is that you also need to, and more importantly, get clear on the 10X vision of you. This is going to be a really huge differentiator that you need to understand in order to actually achieve your goals, is that what you're going to need to focus on in order to make your goals a reality is not the goals, not that 10X vision of your goals, but that 10X vision of you. What most people try to do is they try to set big goals and they wonder, well, why can't I achieve these goals? It's because they're trying to achieve the goals from who they are right now. And the reality is that those big goals that you want to achieve, you're not currently acting in a way that's going to get you there unless you are acting in a 10X version of yourself. You need to make changes to bring in a bigger and better version of yourself into the right now. What generally happens is that we are a product of our past. We are a product of our past, of our past traumas, of the past events, of our childhood, of our environment and the people around us, of our family, our friends, all those things. If you want to be able to achieve and do more, you need to not have your past pulling you back, but rather you need to be focused on that 10X vision of you and you need to be pulling yourself forward towards that. And so again, I think I mentioned earlier that if you want to go through the goal setting process that I have, go to thetappingsolution.com slash goals to download that four page PDF. It's a four page PDF. That's a part of the, my tapping solution planner I pulled out just for you. So number two step in this process is you need to first choose the first steps forward. And what I mean by this is you need to choose your habits. Your results in life are a result of your habits. It's the things that you do habitually that actually lead to the life that you have. All the things you have in your right, life right now, good or bad, are a result of the habits you've had in the past. And so what you want to think about is not just what are the goals that I want to achieve, but what are the habits that will lead you to that success? And you need to think, what are the habits of that 10X version of yourself, that 10X version of yourself that are going to get you there, okay? And you need to track your habits. You need to track your habits. If you want a habit tracker, I'll share one with you, two-page PDF. Just go to thetappingsolution.com slash habits with an S on it, habits, H-A-B-I-T-S. Go download that free habit tracker because if you are not doing something to actually see your goals on a regular basis and track your habits, you're not going to easily 
take the actions that you need to actually get to achieving those goals and keeping those New Year's resolutions you want to achieve. Again, you might be listening to this in the new year when this is coming out, or I should say in mid-January, but if you're listening to this in March, in May, in September, whenever it is, these same things apply. Goal setting is not a once a year thing, it's an all year thing. And so in order to reach the goals and create the life you want, you need to figure out what that 10X vision is for yourself, figure out what that 10X version of you is and bring that person to you and make your decisions today from that 10X version of you. And you need to figure out what are the habits that that 10X version of you has. You need to start to implement those. And so let's talk about some just simple strategies for making it that you actually stick to your habits. Because obviously changing your habits is something that a lot of times is difficult for people to do. So there are some very simple things that you can do to make it easier. Number one, make them easy to succeed, right? There's a lot of research that shows that even just two minutes is fine. Even just doing two minutes is fine. You know, let's say two minutes, five minutes, whatever it is. If you want to implement an exercise routine, even saying, hey, I'm going to exercise for five minutes a day is more powerful than going into the gym and exercising for 30 or 60 minutes, wearing yourself out, and then not coming back for a week. What matters is setting the habit. So show up for five minutes and you can either force yourself to leave and go, I did five minutes, or you can stay longer. But what you'll find is even if you come in and say, I'm just going to do five minutes and maybe one day you do more, you do 30 minutes some days, or you go, no, today I'm tired, but I showed up into five minutes and I'm going to go. What you'll find is you'll actually start to implement those habits on a regular basis. I know that a lot of times when I'm wanting to exercise in the morning and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I'm going to, oh, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to take it easy today. And, you know, I do five minutes on the bike or five minutes on the treadmill within five minutes, I'm ready to go and I'm ready to do more. So again, make those habits easy to succeed. Other tips that are really important is you want to get specific on how you will complete your habits. You want to be specific on that. So you want to say, I will complete this habit. I will do this habit at this time in this location. For me, when it comes to exercise, my habit that I have is that I will exercise at 6 a.m. I get up at 6 a.m. and go right to exercising in my home gym. So I exercise every morning. I get up at 6 a.m. So I'm exercising by 6.15. I exercise every morning at 6.15 in my home gym. You can also do things like habit stacking. It's another really great tip which says, when I do X, I will then do X. Another thing I love to do, the way I, I stack habits is I have an exercise routine. So I stacked doing cold plunges on top of that. So when I exercise, I will then do the cold plunge. Again, another daily habit that I do every single day, but you can do that. You can actually stack a habit that you want to implement on a habit that you already have, okay? So some really important things here for habits. Track your wins, okay? We talked about the negativity bias before about how your brain is wired to find the negative. So you need to track your wins. Success is when you complete a habit task, not just complete the goal. You need to give yourself credit for showing up and taking action. This is so important. It's one of the main reasons why people fail is that they're so focused on that goal and they're not excited about what they're doing every day or they take action for a few days in a row and they don't see progress. They don't see themselves moving towards the goal. They don't see themselves losing weight or they still feel like they're not in a rhythm of writing when they're trying to write, or they feel like they're just not moving forward in the way they want to in any areas of life. But you need to give yourself credit for showing up and taking action. Imagine for a moment that we treated it the way we do grading process in school. So if you were going to grade yourself every day and you could say, you know, 100% is you showed up, you worked hard and you exercised and you did an amazing job. 70% is just you showed up and you took two minutes of action you get a 70%. But a zero is if you didn't show up at all. 
So even showing up and doing two minutes of action gets you a 70% and gets you to not fail, right? It's so important to give yourself credit for showing up and taking action. That is what matters most. Another thing about our habits and about your goals is you need to look at your goals every day. You need to make the first habit you need to actually establish is the habit of looking at your goals every single day. Look at those goals every day. Nobody's going to achieve them for you. You need to achieve those goals and you're not going to be reminded of them. You're not going to take action on those things if you don't look at them every day. I look in my Tapping Solution Planner, I look at all my health goals every day, all the habits that I want to achieve. I look at my key objectives within the business. I look at our Q1 or Q2 or Q3 or Q4 quarterly goals and things we're looking to achieve. I look at all the things I'm looking to achieve with my health, with my business, with my relationship with my wife, Karen, all those things. I look at those things and it's one of the first things. I, I do my exercise, cold plunging showers, and then I sit down and I look at those goals. And so you have to be looking at those goals every single day. That is habit number one. Okay, so we said, what are the first two things? Number one, get clear, build your 10X vision of your goals. And most importantly, that 10X vision of you. Number two, choose your first steps forward. You need to choose what are those habits that you're gonna bring into your life. And you need to start to track those habits. The goal is you need to focus more on those habits and the wins that you have from achieving those habits than focusing just on you know, the goal that you're trying to reach. Really, really important. The results you get are gonna be a result of the habits that you do, the things you do habitually. Number three, you need to create structure and set up your environments. Set up your environments to succeed. Forget the idea of discipline, structure and environment matters more. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just lazy, I'm not motivated, I'm not disciplined. The reality is, is that it's not about discipline, it's about structure and about the environment that matters more. Successful people, people that appear to have more discipline, it's not that they have more discipline, it's that they have a structure and they have an environment that doesn't trigger them to want to do things that are not supporting them. Right? So what you want to do, you probably by now know what triggers are. We think about triggers from a trauma perspective of, you know, somebody said something and it triggered me and I was so angry. Or I was talking to this person and it triggered me or this event happened and it triggered me and I was thinking about something that happened in my childhood. But we also need to remember that we can use triggers. We call them cues when it comes to positive things that we can use positive cues. We can use positive triggers. And what we want to do is we want to remove bad triggers and add in good triggers. I'll give you an example of this when it comes to food and really to our environment. So when we think about our environment and how we are setting up our environment, there are a few different things that, that we can think about there with our environment. And the cues, really. The location, the time of day, the emotional state that we're in, the emotional status. We can think about the thoughts that we have that are triggering things. We can think about beliefs that we have that are triggering things or other people that are triggering things. There's a few different things that we can think about that trigger those different things, right? And so Different things that can be cues for you, that can be positive cues for you, are things that you set up in your environment. So if at the end of the night, before you go to bed, you pick out your clothes for the next day, your exercise clothes and your workout shoes, and you put them in the bathroom, that thing is going to trigger you and remind you to go exercise. Yeah? Other things you can do within your refrigerator, for example, is structure your, your refrigerator, structure that environment so that you see the healthy foods and you don't see the unhealthy foods. One of the things I did several years back, I was eating too much dairy and dairy is not great for my system. I, as much as I love you know, eating dairy, I think I'm partly lactose intolerant and shouldn't be doing it. So what I did is I took all the cheese stuff that I have because my kids like it, the ones that actually can do dairy, and I put them in the drawer. I made them more difficult to get. And I took things that were in the drawer, some veggies, and put them right front and center so I could see those. 
So set up the environment so that you can actually succeed. This is a really important thing. So work environment. Let's think about that. What triggers do you have in your environment that lead you to make poor decisions? What things do you have in your environment that lead you to make poor decisions? Change your environment to create new habits. For example, don't work in the TV room. Another example is take streaming apps off your phone. This is something that I did in the new year. I decided, you know, I was spending too much filler time, just tired at the end of the day, opening up one of my streaming apps, whether it be, you know, watching Friends on, on Max or watching one of the Disney shows. Again, all things that I love watching, but I saw that I was spending too much time on them. So I removed all the streaming apps and I made it a goal to spend more time listening to books, listening to audiobooks. I've actually listened to six audiobooks in the first 10 days of the month, which is amazing what you can do when you just change your behavior. So change your behavior, change the environment so that the streaming apps are off your phone. You can remove streaming apps, you can remove social media apps, remove things from your phone that are not supporting you in your work environment, in your home environment, in your exercising environment. Remove those things so you're not tempted to make those decisions. Also, in terms of positive cues that you can do there, for example, the Tapping Solution app, great app. It's going to support you, right? Choose to put that next. If you're not going to get rid of your social media app, you're not going to get rid of Instagram, put that app that you want to use, whether it's the Tapping Solution app or another app, and put it right next to your Instagram apps. And you can set up a queue. You can set up a rule that says, when I go to open up Instagram, instead, I'm going to open the Tapping Solution app and do some tapping, right? If you find that you go to particular things to de-stress, if you go, hey, I tend to, when I'm stressed out, I just, at the end of the day, I open up a streaming app and I put on a show instead of doing that. So you go, when I go to open up that streaming app, instead, I'm going to open the Tapping Solution app or whatever other app you feel is supporting you in a way that you want, okay? So again, thinking about your environment, multitasking is your enemy. I think that's a pretty easy thing for people to know. So what you wanna do is you want to structure your day. You wanna plan your day in advance. You wanna make it that you're choosing at the beginning of the day the things you're gonna work on that day that are gonna push you forward towards your goals. And multitasking is gonna be your enemy and you're gonna to wanna to set it up so you're structuring your day and going, hey, this is these are the big things that I wanna work on. I'm gonna make sure to do those things first. You're gonna eat the frog, do those important things first that lead to your goals. Okay, so some of those are some of the things we can do for our work environment and just for our regular environment to make that we can be more productive. What about our health environment? Put the supplements on the kitchen table. I do not have the supplements on the kitchen table, but because I have a habit of doing that right now and I'm taking supplements daily. But if that's something you're struggling with, put that on the kitchen table. You're much more likely to see it when you go into the kitchen and be reminded of it. It's gonna be a cue for you to go do that, right? I also mentioned how the, your fridge looks and the things you're, how you're setting up things up there, putting out your exercise clothes the night before, and also choosing the people you wanna spend time with. Are they supporting those habits? If you have particular people that, you're spending time with, you know, that don't value exercise or don't value setting goals or, or don't value things or habits that you want to put in place, you want to change that environment so you're not around them, right? So on that Friday night, when your friends are going to go out or your coworkers are going to go out and they're going to go out to happy hour, and you know that, that when you get there and you're in that environment, as much as you want to, it's going to be very difficult to not have a drink, to not have a cigarette if you're a smoker and go outside with friends, to do all those things because those environments trigger us, they cue us to have those particular habits. So we want to change our environment to do that. Now, the easiest thing we can do to change our habits is to create a really strong morning process, a morning habits, right? Win the morning. That's the easiest way to do it. That's what I focus on most. So what I do is, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I am up at 6 a.m. I'm working out or doing something in my home gym by 6.15. There are days where I might do a 30-minute run. There's days where I'm tired, I'm gonna do a 30-minute walk. 
But what matters is that I do something on that day, that I do my exercise, I get in the cold plunge, I go shower, I make my coffee, and then I go and sit down with my tapping solution planner and I go over all my goals and I go over my habits and I track my habits and all those things. So that is a morning process that makes it that I can win the day. And so once I do those morning processes, even the next couple hours, they're focused on the difficult things that are gonna move me forward. So it might be that I can get to the middle of the day and go, hey, I had an amazing day already. I did a great workout, I did my cold plunge, I set my goals, I worked on the things that mattered. That's why setting a morning routine is the most powerful way that you're gonna instill new habits into your regular routine that are gonna actually get you to the goals that you're, you're trying to achieve. Also, mental health, mental health environment. What are you doing? When are you doing the tapping, right? Where's that tapping solution app on your phone? Is it in a place where it's easy to access? When are you doing those things? How do you access any membership things that you have? How do you access those things? Right. Do you have those things bookmarked? Are there particular YouTube videos or different things that you, you access that help you to feel motivated, that you feel like support your mental health? What are the things you do for your mental health? Are you, do you have a habit for doing yoga or meditation or tapping? What are those things that you're doing? Right. Do the things you need to do to support your mental health. Yeah. So let's recap really quickly. Number one that we said is we need to get clear and build that 10x vision of your goals. And most importantly, that 10x vision of you. And I think this is the most important thing that we're going to talk about on this episode is that you need to figure out that 10x vision of you and be working daily to pull that 10x vision of you in. If you are working on those 10x goals and from the place that you are right now, you're going to fall into bad habits. You're going to struggle. You want to bring that 10x vision of you into today because that 10x vision of you is going to be what actually moves you forward. Doesn't mean you're going to get to 10x right away. You might get to 1.5x in one year, 2x in, in a year, or 3x in two years, whatever the case may be. But you are going to move forward by connecting to that 10x vision of you and pulling it into you. So that was number one. Number two, choose your first steps forward. You got to decide what habits you're going to take. You need to track those habits, right? Remember, you need to track those habits. You need to make them easy to succeed. You need to track those wins. You need to feel like the process itself is fun, that when you complete an action, that when you exercise, you can mark it off and go, I did it, I'm exercising, I'm moving myself forward. Because we're going to generally, with that negativity bias, think that we're not doing anything, but when we can track those goals and track those successes, we're gonna see the positive things that we're doing every day to move us forward. Number three, we're gonna create structure, right? We're gonna create structure around when and where we do things, and we're gonna think about our environment that we're in. Is our environment supporting us in moving us forward in creating the work success, health success, relationship success, all those things that we want, or are they holding us back? All right, let's jump to number four in this process is you're going to have to learn to say no to more things. Change is generally created more so by what you say no to than what you say yes to. Let me say that again. Change is created more so by what you say no to than what you say yes to. So when you don't wanna get out of bed at 6 a.m. to go exercise, you need to say, no, I'm not going to lower myself to that standard. My standard is I get up and I go exercise. I have to say no to sleeping in. You want to eat better, you have to say no to the junk food. You want to exercise, you have to say no to being lazy and sitting on the couch. You want to read more books or listen to more books or do more courses, things that are going to help towards your growth. You need to say no to the streaming apps and the other things that are taking up your time. Learning to say no to more things is what's going to create a shift in you not just saying yes, because you can say, if you're saying yes to everything, you're not going to have time. And I can tell you that from my own life and working with lots of other people that are successful, that the more you grow, the more you're going to have to say no to opportunities 
and different things that you have in your life that you could be doing. So you need to work on that no muscle, the boundaries that we set for ourselves, and make sure that those things are in line with our goals. So saying no is on that Friday night, hey, do you want to go out and have drinks? No, I'm sorry, I can't. Sorry, I can't do that. Hey, do you want to have a drink? No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Do you want to go out on a Saturday and do something? No, I can't. Or, or no, I can't yet. I've got to get my exercise done in the morning. Or no, I can't yet. I need to do some work first. It's setting those boundaries and saying no to the things that are not going to support you. And in terms of your work, business, whatever it may be, saying no to the things that are not in line with your goals, with your goals you're, you're trying to achieve. You have to learn to say no more often, right? So number five, build your habit muscle. This is when you're going to have to do the work. You're going to have to stick to your habits. You're going to have to get up when you say you'll get up. You're going to have to not hit the snooze button. You're going to have to exercise when you say you're going to exercise. You have to say no to the food or the people or the situations that don't serve you. You're going to have to build those habit muscles. And this is so important. This is why I want to do the habit tracker. This is why I want to track it is because it's not going to come instantaneously. It's going to take time to build out those habit muscles. And with that, it's going to come more belief in your ability to actually achieve those goals. You want to build those habit muscles. It's going to be up to you to do that. Yes. So number six is you want to fight for your future. You, you have to set, fight for your future. One to five is setting up a lot of things. I say one to four is, is setting up a lot of things and deciding how you're going to do things. And then you got to take action. I say four, saying no, you got to take action. Build your habit muscles, number five. Six is you have to fight for that future. You need to stay on that path. Once you find the goals that you want to go after, you're going to have about a million distractions coming at you. And the more successful you become, the more distractions you're going to have. But it's your job to stay on your path, to know your vision for your life, because nobody else is going to see your vision. Nobody else is going to know your vision. Nobody else is going to be there to do the work when you have to do it. And on this journey, you are also going to need to allow forgiveness, acceptance, you're going to have to keep getting back up when you get knocked down. There's a reason why we love stories like Rocky, like the Rocky movie, that first one where Rocky Balboa is, is a nobody and gets that big fight and gets knocked down and gets back up, gets knocked down and gets backed up. It's because we all love that story of overcoming our obstacles, of getting back up when we get knocked down. And what most people do is they don't fight for their future nobody's going to fight for your future. And the reality is you're not going to fight for your future if you're not clear on what that future is. If you don't decide on that future for you, and if you don't see that 10X version of you, if you're not excited to go, hey, I want to meet that person because I want to be that person. If you're not able to see that, then you're not going to fight for your future. I'll tell you right now, nobody else is going to fight for your future. You might have people that will support you. The reality is you're going to have more people that are probably pulling you down than pushing you up. So you want to make sure that you are fighting for your future. And in this process, when you mess up, when you get knocked down, when you beat yourself up because you haven't taken action, because you haven't exercised, because you haven't been doing the work you need to, you have to start with some acceptance. You have to start with some forgiveness and allow yourself to get back up and to keep going. Because it's very easy to just be tough on ourselves and not be kind. We need to be kind and forgive ourselves. So let me share those six things again. And I'll share a little bit. I know I'm going... As I said, I, I'm spending the whole month on that six-step process. There's so much more I could be talking about. I'm doing that in our Tapping Insiders Club. If you want to go check that out, just go to our website and, and go to our store. Just Google Tapping Insiders Club. You can learn about that, about what we have there, and you can join that process if you want to. But again, get clear, build that 10X vision of your goals, and get clear on that 10X vision of you. Choose your first step. Choose those habits. What are the habits that will lead you to success? 
what are the habits of that 10X version of you? Because really what I want is I want you to make that 10X version of you your coach. Imagine that 10X version of you. I want that 10X version of you to be talking to you, coaching you when you're not sure what to do. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to exercise. What does that 10X version of you say? No, come on, let's go. We're getting up. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is who you're becoming every single day, right? So we want to build those habits, track those habits, track the successes. Don't make it just about the goal. Make it about achieving those little daily things. You set 10-year goals and take daily actions. Most of the time, we feel like we are not making progress on a daily basis. Most of us tend to feel like you know the things we do are not moving us forward, but that's not the reality. As long as you are showing up and doing the work every day, you are going to continue to move yourself forward towards your goals. And number three, create structure and set up your environment. Your environment plays a huge role in your ability to actually stick to your habits, right? If you're going out on a Friday night and hanging out with friends, you're more likely to drink and not exercise on a Saturday morning if that's what you want to do. So change your structure and it's going to be a lot easier for you to actually succeed. Remember, forget discipline. Structure and environment matter way more than discipline does. So think about those different things. Number four, saying no. We need to learn to say no. We need to work on those boundaries and say no to the things that are not serving us and moving us in the direction that we want to go to. Four is kind of connected to number six, where we got to fight for our future. You need to say no to those things. Five, this is where you do the work. You build those habits. You get up when you say you're going to get up. You do the work. Six is you fight for your future. That six-step process, I promise you, if you follow that and you stay connected to that, it will make a huge, huge difference for you in achieving your goals. And it's going to make your goals not suck. It's going to make goal setting not suck, right? So let me go over some key principles. I mentioned some key principles that I was going to go over. To succeed with goals, you have to, number one, focus on bringing that 10x version of yourself to today and not on your past. What happens generally is that we are still living in our past. We are still being affected by our past, by our traumas, by the ways we were taught to do. Our habits come from our past. Give you an example of this. My kids, they exercise regularly and they do cold plunges regularly. Why do you think they do that? They do that because they see their parents doing that. And so, so many of the things that you do are because of your past, about your environment with your parents, with your friends, with the people you grew up with, with your environment right now. Those are the things that affected who you are today. So easy to beat ourselves up and say, oh, we're not doing enough, but we are very much affected by our past environment. So we need to be a little forgiving of ourselves and understand that we're doing our best. So as we are working to focus on bringing that 10X version of ourselves today, we want to be working to match the actions that we take every day with the aspirations that we have. We want the actions to be matching what we're trying to achieve. So number one, as I said, focus on bringing that 10X version of yourself to today super important key principle in order to succeed with your goals. Number two is focus on habits, tracking them, celebrating success, celebrating doing hard things, celebrating beating that instinctive wiring over achieving your goals, right? Your brain is wired for safety, not success. Really important. Wired for safety, not success. So celebrate when you're doing things where you're standing out from the crowd, when you're doing difficult things, when you're doing things that don't necessarily feel in your comfort zone. Celebrate those things because those are the celebrations that are going to get you going and keep you going every single day. Again, so set 10-year goals, take one-day actions focused on your habits. Focus on the habits that get you to the 10x version of you, bring them into today. Focus on the 10x version of you, bring it to today. Number three, environment matters more than discipline. Disciplined people are better at creating an environment that isn't tempting. 
Don't try to be a more disciplined person. Create a more disciplined environment. It's hard to have positive habits in a negative environment. Self-control, motivation is a short-term strategy. It's why people set New Year's resolutions and then fail within a week or two weeks or you know, six months. It's because motivation can only go so far. It's why so many people fail in those first couple of weeks. Motivation and self-control can only go so far. You need to work on the environment that you have that are not tempting you and allowing you to actually keep those habits in place. One more, number four, it's a bonus one. This is really important for you to remember and to, for you to feel. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not lazy. You're not, you're not a procrastinator. You are a product of your past and your brain's wiring and achieving goals, creating the life you want is about having the right information. That six-step process I outlined and then above all else, fighting for your future. Okay, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a product of your past and your brain's wiring. So often we want to move forward. We think, what's wrong with me? Why do I think so negatively? Why do I quit on things? All the actions that you're taking are in line with how our brains are wired for safety rather than success and wired to not stand out from the crowd, to feel safe, whether it's a real danger or perceived danger. So give yourself a break and recognize that you are not broken and that you are doing a great job. Take it one day at a time. So, all right, let's go do, do some tapping. We're going to do a round of tapping. I'm going to kind of combine some of the different things that I talked about here in a tapping process. It's not going to be on just one thing. It's just kind of kind of loop together and bring all these things that we talked about together. So let's go ahead and take a deep breath in all together. Take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And notice what you're feeling right now. And notice what you feel about goals in general, or what about that 10x version of you or that 10x vision of you or your goals? How do you feel about that? When I went through all this stuff and I know maybe I talked a little bit quick, I tend to be a fast talker, but did you feel overwhelmed? Did you feel like, I don't, I can't trust that I'm actually going to do these things, you know, or, you know, great six step process. It's not going to be any different than anything else I've done before, but it might. The reality is, and I think if you know, if you ask yourself, you know that those things work. You know that people are a result of the habits and the things they do every day. You know that you can't actually create a life that you want unless you're clear on what you actually want, right? You know these things. A lot of them are instinctive, but we don't do them. We just set goals and then we don't take these actions and we, we continue to let our past hold us back rather than focusing on that future version of ourselves. I am all for looking at our past, when we're doing tapping, when we're doing healing work, when we're doing things to release the past and the things that are holding us back. There are lots of times where we try to move forward, try to even set goals or create structure or have boundaries and say no, and we struggle with it. And that's when we need to look at our past and do the tapping and release the things that need to be released and rewire our brains so that we feel safe standing out in the world. And we feel safe doing those things that we wanna do. We feel safe saying no. So. We'll do some tapping. Again, recognize the things that you're feeling right now and what things are coming up for you. I'm going to start doing some tapping. Tapping on the side of the hand. Even though I can't see this 10x vision of me, I acknowledge and accept what I'm feeling right now. Side of the hand still, even though I'm a bit overwhelmed by all of this, And I don't really know if I could make it different. I'm open to the possibility of changing. 
even though I can't see a 2x version of me, let alone a 10x version. I'm open to the possibility of shifting this within me. I'm going to go to the eyebrow point. I don't even know if I like structure. Side of the eye. I kind of believe that I'm not disciplined. Under the eye. And that I'm kind of lazy. Under the nose. And all that just seems like a lot of hard work. point. I'm not great at saying no to people. Column point. I can't set clear boundaries under the arm. And I don't want to mess this up and make mistakes again. Top of the head. I don't think I trust myself to make this change. Eyebrow point. But I can see why I failed often in the past. Side of the eye, because it's not just about goal setting. Under the eye, it's more about the 10x version of me that I need to find. Under the nose, I need to find that 10x version of me and bring it closer. Chin point. And the reality is that structure creates freedom. Cobble point. And discipline doesn't matter. It's about our environment. Under the arm. And if I feel like I can't make clear boundaries, top of that, I can tap in safety to start to create this change. Eyebrow point. Because the reality is nobody is coming to save me. Side of the eye, I need to save myself. Under the eye, I am the solution to the challenges I'm facing. Under the nose, I don't want to make mistakes. Chin point, I'm not clear on what I need to do. Goblin point, but I know that mistakes will lead me forward. Under the arm, I choose to fail forward in this process. Top of the head, I'm going to fail at my habits. Eyebrow point, and that's to be expected. Side of the eye, but I'm going to keep getting up. Under the eye, and I'm going to keep trying again. Under the nose, I choose to allow this dream to widen. Chin point, I choose to open up to this possibility. Cobblem point, that in order for goals to be achievable, under the arm, I need to focus on that 10x version of me. Top of the head, and then one day at a time, I can instill those habits. Eyebrow point, one day at a time, I can improve my environment. 
side of the eye one day at a time. I can say no when I need to. Under the eye, one failure at a time, I can choose to forgive. Under the nose, and I can choose to keep getting back up. Chin point, I want to choose my path forward. Cobble point, and create the life that I want. Under the arm, doesn't mean it'll be easy. Top of the head, but it's the path I want to take. Eyebrow point, easy choices lead to a hard life. Side of the eye, hard choices lead to an easy life. Under the eye, I choose to make choices that move me forward. Under the nose, I really want to reach my goals. Chin point and create a life I love. Cobble point, so I choose to do the work under the arm and show up for myself. Top of the head, one day at a time. Let's stop there and take a deep breath in and breathe out. Just notice and feel into your body and just think about those goals that you want to achieve. How could they be different this time around? And whether you're listening to this in January or March or May or September or December, now is the best time to set your goals, to work on that 10x vision for you, and to work every day to build those habits, to change your environment, to say no to the things you need to say no to, to create the life that you want. And it's going to be up to you to work on making those habits happen daily, to forgive yourself when you mess up. And it's going to be up to you to fight for your future because nobody else will. Are you fighting for your future right now? Are you doing the work that you need to to reach those goals? I think we all can admit that we can be doing better. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to check out some of those links that I shared or go check them out in the show notes where you can see links to them. I'll have those available for you. So until next time, keep tapping.